This week on the Best Friends Fancast, we will talk about the Monday episode with Ray Oldhoffer, Chris Bohm, Colin Cheer, and a question. Also the Thursday episode, Jordan's Druggy Drugs, Jeff's Homemade Cheeses, The Summer of Toodles. I'm super excited about this episode because we have a special guest. Now on with the show. Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, aka your boy Young Seinfeld reference, aka ASAP Rafi, aka the blue bubble boy. Don't text me with those green bubble Android shits. I'm not going to respond in a timely fashion. AKA Henny Blanco, AKA Henny Loggins, AKA Henny Roffers, AKA Rafi Dangerfield. A.K.A. DJ Scratch and Sniff. <laughs> A.K.A. Rafford Troutman. A.K.A. So rough, so tough right here, baby. A.K.A. Bitches Sam Tacky Daddy Range Look Like Laffy Raffy. A.K.A. A.K.A.'s Four Days. <laughs> For literal days. That was amazing. <laughs> okay, now I see why you had to turn your camera off. Because you... Uh, you performed? No. You delivered. That was awesome. I actually, uh, fucked up. I meant to say, so rough, so tough, rough here, baby, but I fucked it up. Edit that out. <laughs> I totally would have noticed the difference. <laughs> um, well, I am super excited because joining us in my house right now even though she's got two first names, I still trusted her to come over. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Kelly. Hello. I'm so glad you're here. So she came all the way from Pennsylvania to be on this little show. She's in my house right now, and I'm like so stoked right now. I don't know why I just said that, but welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So she's got Georgie. She's got Pepsi. She's got... <laughs> I almost said she got Rafi on her lap. <laughs> <laughs> AKAs for days. Um... I'm just so glad that you're here. This is, we've literally been talking, I don't know how long we've been talking for, but I feel like we're old friends already. It's just oh, totally. Like, yes. It's, it's been really cool. Uh, so why are you here in California? Um, I am here to visit my best friend, my cousin, Erica. Uh, she lives in Long Beach. So uh, my husband and I, it's going to be our 10 year wedding anniversary in August. So we saved up money to take a trip. And Erica's letting us stay with her. It's so nice. Yeah, it's awesome. So we're having the best time. So remind, you've been on before. Also, a couple of weeks ago, you read from Are You My Mother, <laughs> which was amazing. Thank you. And I was literally going to just text my neighbors to see if they had a copy so that we could do like a second installment because that was so great. Oh. And then after today's Alice, uh, uh, after today's ARIYMBF when they're talking about Sweet Valley High, I'm like, if we only had that uh, issue, uh, it was actually number 40. I looked it up. If we had that, I would love you for, to read out from that. So maybe one of these days, you'll just have to come I have back and a, do more. But, I have um, some cat in the hat memorized. Really? <laughs> Okay, I think you need to delight our ears with a little cat in the hat. Yeah? Yes. Okay, let me see what I can remember. I used to tell it to the boys like when I was driving in the car. 
The sun did not shine. It was too wet to play. So we sat in the house all that cold, cold, wet day. I sat there with Sally. We sat there, we too. And I said, how I wish we had something to do. Too wet to go out, too cold to play ball. So we sat in the house. We did nothing at all. So all I could do was to sit, 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 sit. And we did not like it, not one little bit. And then something went bump. How that bump made us jump. We looked and we saw him step in on the mat. We looked and we saw him, the cat in the hat. And and he said to us, why do you sit there like that? I know it is wet and the sun is not sunny, but we can have lots of good fun that is funny. And that's all I think. That <laughs> I'm confident in remembering. <laughs> that was so cool. I can't believe you had that off the top of your head. I but read also, it you a have lot. The greatest voice for this. It's just Thank like you. I said. You're just going to have to tell me bedtime stories for me to fall asleep every single night. Anytime. <laughs> Little Rafi. Yes, that was great. Your ears. Um, Delighted. <laughs> <laughs> you can totally cut that out. I'm no, sorry. Wait. Can you me? I'm just going to play that on a loop for like an hour and just say, this is the show. You're welcome. I might have messed up. I don't know. But I... Yeah. Oh, like, did you say lost for rocks or something? <laughs> um, no, I just... We don't, we don't have any asshole listeners, luckily. I keep... <laughs> that one left. Sorry. Oh, I keep uh, looking at Lauren and you look like young Chelsea Peretti. So it's... <laughs> I just keep looking at her and I'm like, she looks just like Chelsea Peretti. Oh, Thank I didn't you. tell you Chelsea Purdy is going to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I used to, when I was younger, I used to get Alanis Morissette a lot. Mm. Really? Mm-hmm. I, well, I had that. very I long see hair. That. So how's Colonel Jeff doing? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is he still doing that show with her? I think so. Oh, that's right. Mm. I think so. Yeah. Apparently none of us. And I thought that I had a crush on him. No, I don't. But not like you. I'm not really big into listening to, well, uh, this sounds shitty, but like I'd rather listen to nobody's talk about stuff instead of somebody's until they become somebody to me. Like Allison was kind of a nobody to me, but now she is somebody to me. mm -hmm. But not everybody knows who she is. And I kind of feel like I like that about her. Totally. Like no offense, because I know she has a huge following, but like that Karina Longworth, I had, I have no idea who she is, but you love her podcast. It's a great podcast. Casper wants to go outside. <laughs> um, but after her being on Allison's show, mm, she seems a little full of herself. And her Instagram, oof, really someone that needs to not be taking selfies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Lisa. Ba- bags on her eyes for days. All right, hold on. I gotta let wrap it up. Georgie. Hi, Georgie. Come back. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to ask you, Lauren, because I don't think I asked you when you were on before how you became an Allison Rosen fan. Like, what's your origin story? Um, This is a mini thank you for being a fan episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when I first got into podcasts, the first one that I knew about was the Joe Rogan experience. So I would listen to that. And uh, I like loved it because I was just like wow like you know like just like real conversations and you know it it just was so different than anything I'd ever heard before because I'd never heard a podcast before and then I was talking to some friends and I was like oh I love listening to this Joe Rogan podcast it's so much fun and I was like but sometimes I'm not into the guests or sometimes they get they go like really weird or you know and then people were like 
you know there's other podcasts. <laughs> so then... Uh, you know you're not kidnapped in a basement and you have to listen to this one podcast. Yeah, I guess I just didn't really... Like little Rafi is over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to take a picture so people know that it looks literally looks like it's a hostage situation. <laughs> totally. Where Rafi's at. Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so then I, I uh, upon a recommendation, started listening to the Adam Carolla show. And uh, obviously Allison was by far the best part of that. And, uh, and I also like, I know a lot of people say it, but I, I would always be like, how are they missing like all of her awesome jokes and all of her like great, like I, I, she would always say something that was more in, like that was so interesting or funny. And it would always kind of be overlooked a lot, it seemed. And then when, I heard her talk about her own podcast. I was like, oh, like I have to get on that. And then I would still listen to her on Adam Carolla because I didn't want to miss anything. And then as soon as she was gone from there, I didn't listen to that anymore because. Because it sucks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. I can't stop burping. I really should not drink (laughs) (laughs) seltzer water. Um, Okay. So you've been around from the beginning of her show, were you listening to Adam Carolla before she was on his show? No. Okay. So she, and then you found her and then once did you stop listening after she got fired? You're just yeah. Like done. Uh huh. Okay. So I, so you were around for the original Thursday game, which I always have to ask these questions on of course. these. Thank you for being a fan. And if you don't care about it, then just say, Fuck you, Lisa. I don't want to answer that. No, I totally care, Lisa. <laughs> You're all, fuck you, Lisa. I'm leaving. I came all the way from Pennsylvania to not talk about fondleering. Um, okay, I'll ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Uh, butter sandwich. Is it a sandwich? Yes, of course. Okay. So you're smart. My cousin who I'm visiting, she used to uh, bring mustard sandwiches for her lunch in high school. Me too. So... Oh. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so absolutely yes, it's yes. A sandwich. Okay, because sandwich. If you look up the definition, okay, we've gone all over this, but it's good <laughs> to know that you're right-minded. Uh, I don't know if Demian still listens, but if you do, Demian, see, another person realizes that it's a sandwich. Um, <clears throat> yes. Okay, so Skittles. Do you eat them? As a handful, oh my god, as a handful or one at a time, like separate colors? Um, I don't eat Skittles, but it, when I eat anything like that, I do one color at it, one flavor at okay. a time. Yeah. And recently they said that maybe they are all the same flavor, but it just smells different, so it's tricking you into thinking that you're tasting something different, but I don't buy it. I tried it. I think I they're know. different. I'm the same that way too, though, with like even M&M's. I know they're all the same flavor, but I want to eat them at all the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shut up, Rafi, and your faces. <laughs> I love that we can see you. This is perfect. <laughs> okay. What's another one? Okay. Do you... Oh, <laughs> Pepsi's Pepsi. literally throwing up in oh. the corner. No, it's just a hairball situation. Yeah, yeah. You know what's... It's- I have to From do a my little... end, it sounds like someone was like knocking or like walking yes. on like heels or something. I thought I was it like, was knocking, but then it also kind of sounded like a weird blowjob situation. <laughs> <laughs> like that grapefruit one. You remember the grapefruit oh, video thing? <laughs> do I remember the grapefruit? Come on, Lisa. 
That's in my Who do you favorite think I am? bookmarked. <laughs> Rewatched every night. Um, have you seen the grapefruit video? We'll have to watch it later. I I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, but she thinks she knows what I'm. I've heard about. audio of Way it. Way to but go, I husband of yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I, I do have to, we haven't done shout outs yet, but I do have to give a shout out to Pepsi because she usually wakes me up to doing that. So Aww. I appreciate that she's doing it during the day and I, it, maybe it's bad timing, but whatever. Um, <laughs> hairball sounds much cuter than it is, by the way. Yeah. But okay. Okay. So in the shower, do you fondle or do you stand still or do you travel? Do you turn around or um, what's your I, showering? I travel. Yeah. Cause like for shaving like to shave my legs i need to be facing away from the water and then by the like... way we're getting hand motions on this one. Oh, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then like when i first get in the shower i need it like on my face and like just kind of like you know dealing with life like yes. <laughs> yes. Like, wash my life away first and then wash my dirt away yes okay yeah okay all right, so you're also normal in that. So we'll check the Thank normal box. Thank you so much. Box. Um, do you have any, are there any other old Thursday gang bullshits? Blueberries are Blueberries, blue. are they blue or <laughs> Yeah, that, purple? that was one. But, you know, unlike you, Lisa, I'm oh, not okay. stuck in the past, hung up on some clown from the 60s, oh. man. <laughs> but I would like to know a couple. I'm going to give you a couple of the previous uh, yes, please, or oh, please, or oh. Yes, Good. Please yeah, or let's take us into modern times. Thanks, Bozo. <laughs> B-O-Z-O. Anyway. Um, okay, so yes, please, or oh, please, John Mayer. Oh, please. Thank you. Sorry. I don't even think I could even know what a song sounds like. What is the sounds? What are the um, sounds? So actually, I only know one. put out a song like a month or two ago that I actually really liked. But other than that, I'm, I'm kind of oh, police on him. But he's okay. a watch collector. I got something so... for you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> little ASMR drink edition. <laughs> um, and because you're normally from a somewhat uh, cold area, but now you're in the Sunshine State, how about convertibles? This isn't the Sunshine State, for um, starters. That's Florida with an H oh, on the sorry. end. Oh, sorry. D-U-H. This is the, Florida. This is the Golden is the State. Golden Thank you. State. I, I would have to shower say. State. <laughs> <laughs> I'll attest to that. Speaking of showers. <laughs> um, but I, I would have to say, oh, please, because I have long hair and my hair would just all be a big knot if I. Yeah. Is that boring? It's so boring. No. I don't know. I'm oh please on. <laughs> you said convertibles, right? I kind of tuned it out for a second. Yes. I was too busy are you a yes splashing all that? over. The, oh, I'm a. Are you a yes please? Actually, okay. The very first time I met you, little Rafi <laughs> <laughs> rolls up, like, oh, we're gonna go back to my car, and I'm gonna, and it was like a convertible Mustang, right? Yeah. Like a red <laughs> convertible Mustang. Like, no, it was okay. not red. I don't fuck with that color. It was like burgundy. It was white, madam. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you're the guy that I see in the Trader Joe's parking lot (laughs) drinking half and half. (laughs) That is the craziest thing. (laughs) Okay. My bet. Really? It was white? Oh, man. My sight may be 2015. It was either white or silver because I do not fuck with red. Oh, maybe it was silver. Yeah. 
Because red is so crazy, but convertible? No, red is a stupid color. It, it is. Get me started. No, not in clothing <laughs> or lipsticks, but <laughs> as a car, yes. <laughs> and just period. To, going period exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> going back to lipstick. I, it's why I hate convertibles because my hair blows into my lipstick and then it drags it across my oh, face. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. So it's sorry. Thank this you. This is about Lauren. So <laughs> ask more questions. <laughs> uh, I was going to end it there because I feel like we could go on all day getting to know Lauren. But heck yeah. Uh, how about we do some shout outs? All right, let's do shout outs. You want to start it off? I think Lauren should start. All right, sir. Okay, so um, I have a shout out to another person with two first names, Toby Milton. Um, You're the best, and I also really like his music. Um, And also shout out to Whitney. Um, I really loved uh, Whitney's episode with Toby and with you. Uh, Shout out to Kelly, Jen, Teal, and Leanne. Um, and also my cousin Erica for having me out here and her boyfriend, Darren, my husband, Chris, and you, Lisa, and you, Rafi. Sorry. Aww. I feel like I... That's so nice. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm just like, <sighs> we're going away speech. Oh. <laughs> Little Rafi, do you have any shout outs? Yes. Okay. Shout out first and foremostly to Lauren for being on our show and, uh, I think the last time she was on, I recommended her to be on, but then I couldn't make that episode. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she, I know, like, I knew of her from tweeting to Allison and whatnot from before. But then when I saw she tweeted that she bought the shirt, the legacy shirt that I designed, <laughs> I was like, she's like, legit. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, was, we were talking about this before, how I feel like if you bought a shirt, like that, that means you're like on a different level to me. So I hold her in a higher regard than I do you or, uh, <gasps> sorry, sorry, not you. I just, uh, met uh, <laughs> <people>. <laughs> I meant, uh, people who, who, you know, got a you shirt mean from people me in general or you know, she, she spent her hard earned money. Lisa, you just are I my friend. I do. I have two. This one I'm wearing right now is not the one you made. I bought I this know. puppy. I know. I'm giving you a Thank hard you. time. I know. You, of course, <laughs> are the best, Lisa. But uh, oh. but for now, Lauren is the best. Ew. And you're oh, second thank best. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also shout out to uh, Leanne because she um, is cool and she has a child <laughs> in her home now. And that's cool. All right. That is cool. It's a real life changer. Um, okay. Hi. Shout out to Brittany. I fucking love you. Also, shout out to... I'm going to shout you out again, of course, Lauren, because you're here. Oh, thank I'm you. like, you are spending half of a day of your vacation at my house just to do the show. And I think that's really amazing and cool and awesome. Oh, my God. I, I've been so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so cool. Like, I just love that you're here. Oh, my God. Is Ruffy being... Okay. Um, also, shout out to all the people that tweet at me right when i post the show uh, or retweet it like paul and tamara which is also teal mika ray scott marquez i think is listening again oh that stubs and to leanne also because she is a parent now and it's uh wow it's a big thing and i think she's doing the lord's work with what she i don't know it, it's 
takes a lot to become a parent yourself and to be a mom, but then to want to take on a whole other can of worms and mm-hmm. to just want to love a kid in your house is amazing. So I yeah. shout out to you, Leanne. I know you probably won't be able to listen to this for a while, but you are <laughs> always supporting the show. And um, so shout out to you, Leanne. Also shout out to Jay Inslee for listening to the show. Hopefully past the shout outs, Jay. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you, Jay. <laughs> All right. Shall we talk about Monday? Um, I, I wanted to say hi to Megan, too. And oh, yeah. Go ahead. She cracked me up so much with the uh, poison insect thing. <laughs> <laughs> and now my, my friend Dana is sending me pictures of every insect so that if I want to, I can, you know, maybe tweet it to someone <laughs> and try and piss them off asking if it's poisonous. <laughs> I know. I feel like I want to shout out Megan every single episode. I should probably ask her to do a, uh, uh, what's the word? Update. Thank you. Uh, Ask her to do an update on how she's doing. And her mom just sent me cheese curds in the mail this week. And it's awesome that I've gotten to know her mom and her friends. And like, it's through the worst possible well, not the worst possible. Her, right. her funeral would have been the worst one to meet people at. But, <laughs> but meeting someone this way, it's like negative, but like the positives that came out of it is pretty cool. So we had cheese curds, so that's not bad. Yeah. Awesome. Shout out to Julie Parkansky. Set boo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So let's talk about Monday. Ray Oldhofer is helping Allison with their remodel and all this stuff. And I feel like this might be a nightmare of a job (laughs) for any person (laughs) because Allison is very indecisive. So now you have that and then someone trying to help you that knows what they're doing. And Mm -hmm. it's just, I I feel like this is when I move into a house, I want to be out of my old house. Now they're like going to be having two houses because there's going to be so much indecisiveness. And Mm -hmm. I feel like this is just, um, I think Daniel just needs to take over and just be like, okay, here's the deal. Let's do everything to make it livable. There's things we can change later. Outside stuff? That's not... Right. I showed you my... I showed you my outside. (laughs) (laughs) I showed you my backyard earlier, Lord. (laughs) And it's always a work in progress. But, like, the... If you have the opportunity... Like, our new neighbors that just moved in a couple of months ago... Well, maybe, like, six months ago... And before they moved in, they did everything first. And I, that, if you have that luxury, cool. Mm-hmm. But do the things like paint, baseboards, crown molding, floors, like that kind of stuff before you get in. The outside stuff, don't deal with that until later on. But mm-hmm. I just feel like Ray's got his work cut out for him. Yes. <laughs> um, but I did like hearing Ray and Chris and Colin on the show. It almost makes me want to hit, listen to their podcast, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I could go to any garage in my neighborhood and like run into like three dudes that are chatting <laughs> about drywall and stuff. Like that's my whole life. Like I, everyone I know does construction. Everything they're talking about, I understand, but still, they seem like a, a cool group of guys that I'd want to hang out with. But mm-hmm. maybe to have a beer, not, and then maybe like do some some 
quick no i don't know what i'm saying no shut up All right. uh, i was gonna say uh past a certain point in this episode it kind of felt like we were just listening to their podcast true um you know i i have mixed feelings about ray because allison says he's a good guy and a friend of my friend is a friend but at oh. the same time yeah. he's so associated in my brain as a corolla person so whenever I hear his voice, I think of Adam, and that makes me angry, and it makes me not like him. And this, as the episode went on, they kind of won me over. I think Ray is my least favorite of the three guys that were on, but <laughs> I don't know. How, is that just me, or do you guys have a similar thing with Ray? I immediately have that kind of connotation, but then also... The fact that they're talking negatively and openly about Adam is like, it's kind of refreshing. So then it kind of turns, makes me turn a different, like hear a different side where I just, I did enjoy listening to the three of them and they're all kind of different, but they're all kind of the same. They're all kind of, kind of like fuck ups, but, <laughs> but they also have their shit together at the same time. They've like managed to like walk that line or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. What about you, Lauren? Did you? Do you like listening to Ray or do you feel like it's too Adam? <laughs> I don't know him in that mm. way. Um, I, I don't know him from Adam Carolla really, but uh, I, it's, <laughs> it's weird. Cause it's like all, they all kind of have like, they're all kind of saying like the same thing where like, I love Adam, but I, I'll never talk to him again. Or, you know, like yeah. it's, it's such a weird thing. And, like, I feel like people, you you know, you have people like that in your life where it's like, so oh, like I, we were so close for a while and like, I, I loved that person or still do, but I, you know, can't talk to them. Like, it's, it's so strange when you, you have such a close friendship and then something happens and like, it's that person that everything always has to be about them. Yes. But it's like that's what everyone has to say about right and And it just makes me uncomfortable kind of when did that change where adam had to be like the focus of everything Mm -hmm. and everybody else was just fodder for his like amusement Mm -hmm. but i it was a good behind the scenes like thinking about these dudes have not changed since they were all friends like Mm -hmm. they're all the same and corolla was the same but then he became like it's like he got affected the money and the fame or whatever it is and yeah. the popularity like it something switched where he became like i'm still going to use you guys for um content to uh-huh. make fun of you and yeah. like treat you like shit or whatever but but it's like he wanted to use them but he rose above them in in his mind like mm-hmm. oh well, i'm better than you because i can do all these things but yeah. It's just weird how he changed so much that he can't even get along with all of his old friends that all still hang out together. Yeah. And in his mind, he probably thinks, oh, I've grown up. But it's really like, you just ch- changed. Yeah. You just changed. You're still a shithead, just like they are. <laughs> <laughs> but they seem like a couple of, like, well, the one, was it Colin that had all the kids? Or was it Chris? I don't remember which one. Colin was like the quieter one, the less, like, druggy one. <laughs> There's always the one straight guy. To the and he seems like he was the straight guy, mm-hmm. but having however many kids the uh, the one guy had that was like seven kids, I can't even imagine. Did you want to have that many kids, or did you just don't couldn't afford 
condoms or like what? I always wonder like how many bedrooms does your house have? <laughs> <laughs> like when people have so many kids, because I have two and that feels like a lot. <laughs> yes, I have two and it feels like a lot. And it sounds like he's a very hands-on dad, which is so cool. And you know what? I think it was Chris because he was just like, yeah, they grew up in construction zones and yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And my kids have had to deal with that more because we, we, all of our friends do something. So we're always like remodeling something or doing something. So, and a crossover, I'm always selling eBay stuff. So they've just grown up with shit everywhere. Always. <laughs> or they just like, I used to be able to just hide their Christmas presents in my piles of shit. Cause they're like, uh-huh. we're just used to all your crap everywhere. Um, but Having that many kids is so crazy. I think I always wanted that, and now I'm getting so... I think I'm just getting so old and crotchety that I just want to take care of everybody else's kids and just kind of, like, let them go home. (laughs) Like, I still want to raise other people's kids, but I want to time out. Are your kids... How old are your kids, Lauren? They are eight and six. Okay. Are they at the age where, when they're out of school, it's a bummer vacation instead of a summer vacation, or is it still fun Uh, for you? (laughs) It's... (laughs) They fight so much, yes. and like yes. especially in I'm the all summer. Preach. Oh my god! <laughs> because they're together twenty four seven. Yeah, there's no like at least when they're in school, they're in separate classes and everything like that. But like they're together. If if my dad's watching them, he's watching both of them, and it, like I I kind of. And that's another thing about having so many kids is because I feel like I already can't give them enough one-on-one time. Right. Like if you have more than two, like I, I don't get it, but yeah, my grandma it, had 10. I'm like, so <gasps> at a certain point you're just, the kids are raising the kids. Yes. Yeah. But I mean like when they get along, it's great because there's, you know, like the, the built-in best friend. Yeah. And so sometimes they are best friends and I'll hear them say like cute stuff like, you're the best brother. Aww. Like, like you're the best brother anyone could ever have. And like, they'll do like bros forever. Oh High my five. God. That's like, so cute. They're, they're so cute. But then like, sometimes like, you know, one will piss the other one off and it's just like an immediate, like smack in the face, like with no warning. And so like, sometimes I, I can't even do like a 20 minute workout without having to go downstairs and be like a referee oh, for them. But I yeah. just wanted to build the shed outside of the home. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen this. I, I had to remove myself or else it's just, and I have the best of intentions. Every time summer's about to start, I'm like, I'm going to buy new board games. We have old ones. You see Monopoly set Monopoly. up in the other room. And, um, usually mid game, I have a sore throat from yelling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, even the other day, I'm like, I love board games so much that I've been teaching them how to play board games when they were as young as possible. I want to introduce them to it because I'm like, I want people to ha- to play board games with. Yeah, and they totally. love it too, but they end up fighting so much that I'm like, you're making me hate board games. And that's a big statement. <laughs> <laughs> but I still go into it every single time thinking this is going to be awesome. We're going to have fun. You Same have thing to. Yeah. Summer. I'm like, this is going to be so much fun. We're going to do so many cool things. It's midsummer and I'm like, fuck you guys. I am so done. <laughs> but you know what? They are, the school is doing the summer camp thing for, by the way, my kids won't do summer camp stuff anymore. They won't go to VBS anymore. They're like, we're done with that. But our school is hosting some Korean kids doing a summer camp in a couple of weeks. And they want some of the school students to come in and help. And it's going to be from like nine to three. 
And the kids are like, yeah, I want to do that. I'm like, really? You don't want to go to VBS, which is playing for three hours in the little Jesus. And then... (laughs) 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 But... Or you want to go for from nine to three, like a whole school day to help some, just to help out. At hey, school. great. All right. So I signed them up today and I'm just like, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only going to have one kid to take care of two days a week. Aww. It's going to be awesome. But anyway. Nice. Right. Lots of kids. Okay. We can talk about pill popping. No. Well, okay. So Ray, I guess, is a big pill popper. That's kind of strange to me. Yeah. <laughs> I would be a pill popper too if I had kids. Oh wait, I do. <laughs> Just kidding, Robbie's face. This is so good to be able to record watching you because usually you're probably like, uh No, this is the, this on. is the same thing that goes on, but you just can't see it. So like last episode <laughs> when you put in the crickets, I'm ah. sure that I was probably <laughs> looking at you like <laughs> But all you hear is cricket cricket. <laughs> but I'm just like Good thing I'm on mute. <laughs> well, I mean, seeing somebody's full ass crack and their waistband was pretty surprising to me. And it seemed like crickets. I got crickets. <laughs> I had to add crickets. I apologize. <laughs> Isn't Judge. it fun to listen to the show you're on after and be like, oh, she added a bunch of shit I didn't know oh. about. <laughs> oh, I, I'm used to it by now. Oh, I know. But don't don't judge, Lisa. Don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I'll put crickets in here. Um, I guess I don't need to talk about pill popping. Fuck it. Um, what did I want to talk about else? Let's see. I mean, we don't have oh, to talk about okay. pills, but I do think I want to know what is the druggiest drug that you have ever done? Okay. <laughs> I feel like I just... <laughs> I'm doing lines right now. I blinked and one eye was slower than the other. And that was really alarming <laughs> just now. Okay. Oh, I'm like, that's not a drug. <laughs> you know, that's a new drug that I've not heard of. The old one blinker. Oh. Um, okay. So I've shared. Oh, well, okay. I actually didn't Coke, but I actually did it on purpose too. So probably cocaine. Don't uh, laugh. How do you the accidentally one do was Coke? The one that was mm. the pot lined. Oh, okay. Oh. Wait. Oh. Okay. Pot lace. You smoked it? Yes. Wow. So, but I didn't know. And then it was like, oh, <laughs> you put cocaine in this joint? That's cool. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, there was also another time I went camping with some strangers. And I, I don't know what I smoked. I thought it was pot. But I was oh. hallucinating like crazy. Where, Luckily, I didn't get raped because I just went off on my own. I was at the beach and I'm just like, I'm just wandering around and I'm seeing animals that aren't there and I'm just out of my fucking mind. I don't know what that was. Dust? Sorry. Also, I was drugged when I was in Vegas once. My husband doesn't believe it, but I'm like, I literally don't remember all of this. I got lost in Vegas and I'm calling my friend who lives here in California I'm like, I'm lost. I can't find my hotel. And she's just like, I'm in California. <laughs> you might want to find the people you're staying with. Whoa. Anyway, I, and then all of a sudden I just snapped out of it. And apparently I was like taking off. Uh, anyway, I don't know. I was taking off my clothes and doing something weird. Oh. So, but then all of a sudden I was sober. So I'm like, that was weird. That seems like I was drugged. Yeah. My husband just thinks that was just wasted. It was a little bit of both. Um, anyway, cocaine for sure. Uh, why don't I just drone on and on more about <laughs> 
Rafi's face. What about He's so you, pleased Lauren? Right now. Did 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 you say Rafi? Oh, right. Oh, I was gonna go last because oh, I guess I could go now because oh. it's not exciting. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm not. You know, I'm not big on drugs. Uh, certain drugs scare me. Like I would never do cocaine just because I'm like, oh, something's gotta go up my nose. That sounds mm-hmm. that feels weird. Uh, and then also. Uh, one one drug I do want to do very badly, as you guys I've mentioned on here before, if someone has codeine cough syrup for the low, fucking hit me up. I'm not gonna pay twenty five dollars for a fucking ounce of cough syrup. Go fuck uh, yourself. I feel like that's a very accessible um, drug for you. Yeah. No, I need the good prescription promethazine I'm sure with codeine. I can in go it. to <laughs> the urgent well, care and Lisa, get you. Why are you like, holding out on me, too man? Sweet. Um, okay. <laughs> I also am not big into drugs, and I really didn't want to... I never did acid. I never tried any of that. I did do mushrooms twice. Bought off some guy that was I didn't know in L.A., but it. I just... I was always too scared of, like, hallucinogenics or things that are going to change your mind. And with cocaine, it was one of those things that... I was around meth for most of my teenage years. Like, everyone was doing crystal meth. Everyone was doing speed. Everyone was doing whatever. And I just steered clear of all of it. I did smoke pot, whatever. But I was scared of all of it. And then for some reason in like my early 20s, I thought, okay, I'm going to start trying ecstasy and cocaine and like trying new things and going to strip clubs a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And then it, it was just like a phase. And then I was out of it. But ecstasy, I didn't like cocaine. It was, I don't like having to like keep trying like you have to you gotta keep it going (laughs) and i didn't love the feeling of it ecstasy was it's named properly it's amazing (laughs) but the way you feel afterwards holy shit oh i've heard that yeah it's changed i honestly think it changed my brain i didn't even do that many times maybe three times but i didn't know if i was awake or dreaming a lot of times i would be seeing weird things or i like just i couldn't function in real life and then that's when I started having feelings of like being depressed and not knowing, not having feelings anymore and not like oh, sociopath border of like, I'm supposed to act like a human in this situation. How uh, am I supposed to act? Yeah. So it really I feel like you. that all the time and I haven't even gotten <laughs> the effect of the ecstasy. <laughs> I tried well, ecstasy. your serotonin levels are low. <laughs> that's Tell what... me about it. Oh. <laughs> I tried ecstasy once, but it didn't take really it didn't nothing happened it was oh it's like a big warm fuzzy hug uh it's probably what like heroin is like and i've never tried that that's something that is like so far out of my like of course when i'm 90 i'm gonna be doing it don't oh, worry totally. about that we're good and allison's gonna be on it too we're gonna just have like heroin huts that's what do. <laughs> how about you're 90 next, you could come in <laughs> how about the next fan meetup we oh, just shit. go oh my to snack town <laughs> Heroin is, like, really popular where I'm from. Really? And, like, snorting it. And a lot of my friends got into it. And I didn't. But I I smoked crack once. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Someone dropped the air horn. (laughs) No crickets on that one. (laughs) No, but it, it was just because one of my friends who was into heroin, couldn't get heroin, got some crack. And was like making it at my parents' house, like heating up a spoon or whatever, baking soda. Like she was like making crack in my parents' basement. And uh, I was like having like a 
total panic attack. I was like, oh my God, you cannot be doing this here. Please. Like my parents are home and she's like, it's okay. It doesn't smell. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) that's the problem with it. (laughs) (laughs) And then she was like, here, you just have some and it'll help you (laughs) to relax. And it then all of a sudden you're all, mom, totally didn't. We got some cool shit down here. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like, it was like not on, per- you know, I, I'd say that wasn't my fault and I never did it again. <laughs> okay. So when I met your husband earlier, he mentioned you might want to share a story from last night. Uh, <laughs> so I, ha- I haven't smoked pot in like 10 years probably. And I ate an edible last night, and it was really scary. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take us on the journey. So, um, yeah, so it was, we were at the comedy store. It was an awesome show. And then he kept asking me, like, do you want to try it? Because I I said, yeah, I'll I'll totally try it. And um, so at a certain point, I was like, okay, I'm ready. Like, because it was getting later in the night. So I ate it, and then... Like I had, I had a drink and then, (laughs) and then it like kicked in and (laughs) like, I, I totally felt like Daniel when he ate the accident, you know, like when he ate it by accident. And then I, I, I told myself, I was like, you did this on purpose, like enjoy it, you know? And, uh, I couldn't talk myself down though. Cause I was like, I just, I don't know. I just felt like everybody was looking at me and I, I had to leave and then, the comedy store is like at the top of a really steep hill and we were walking down the hill back to our hotel and and he was really laughing at me because I thought that I was going to fall down the hill. <laughs> I was like, I can't walk. I'm going to fall down this hill. I don't know. He thought it was funnier than I did. But <laughs> but yeah, like I... I totally was thinking about Daniel and, and like how he couldn't handle hearing the name of that hotel. I was just like, I can't handle anything. I'm just trying not to fall down this hill. Okay. So, so I have questions. <laughs> yes. Uh, how many milligrams was this edible? About 30, 30. Okay. So I was going to so say not- if it was like a 10 milligram edible, then that seems kind of a severe reaction. But like, yeah, if I take, Two, that's like the perfect amount. Sorry, this was in the past, you know. Um, <laughs> right, I'm back a good in the boy. day. Back but, in the old uh, days. Um, yeah, I would say like if I took 30, it would probably be like right on the edge of where I'm like, because I'm not like a crazy drug addict. So I, I don't have a high tolerance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not drug addict. You know what I mean, Lisa. <laughs> don't, don't give me those I'm just, faces. I'm just trying to be quiet so I can use that to open the show. That's all. <laughs> I gotta have a choice little number. But all uh I just I miss it so much and Aww. I think that's a bad thing, but at the same time it's like fuck it. I don't care what people say. It felt so good and I fucking miss it. And I will not be able to have drugs for many, many years to come, unfortunately. Because of your job? Yeah, because of my job. That's I we get random drug tests too. Really? So like right before I ate it, I was like, I hope I don't get fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's but a good really... way to go into getting stoned. Yeah. <laughs> Stressful and worried. Edibles for me are just I uh, I guess I 
I need to have some really, I don't know. I've had good ones, but I just, I like smoking pot and then eating. So like to eat before I get stoned, I'm like, this is confusing. I'm too old for this. I need to smoke something and then like eat a bag of Cheetos and some Lucky Charms and feel better about myself or not. Um, yeah, but edibles, they, and they come on so strong and it's such a different high that it's just, it never became my thing. I had a friend that was very big into, he was a huge pothead. And when I, I, I was like, okay, I think I need to start smoking pot because I'm really stressed out. Mm-hmm. And so he was so excited to have someone to like smoke pot with. So he would, oh, on my way to work, I'm going to come over and we're going to get high. And then he would like drop off edibles every time. So I had a freezer full of like <laughs> Rice Krispie treats and lollipops and fudge and like all these things. I'm like, I'm too scared to eat any of it. Like, I don't know what it's going to do. It's going to be yeah. like, oh, I'm cool. And then I'm going to be like climbing on the walls like a half hour later. I don't know. I, everything affects me a lot more than other people, I think, because I, I, surprisingly, I'm a lightweight when it comes to drugs because I'm not a druggie, Rafi. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think like an edible is a lot if you haven't had it in a long time. So it was probably a bad idea, (laughs) but I just thought like, you know, we can't really get them in Pennsylvania. So this was like kind of my, my chance to try it and. I don't know. So it's not legal there yet? No. It will be. I still don't even know what the rules are here. I know. Neither does my cousin. She's like, I know it's not illegal, but I don't think that it is legal here. Like, she didn't know if it was, like, okay to have. And obviously, he doesn't have a medical card, so I don't know. I think, I I don't, uh, yeah. I don't know any of the rules. I don't know how anything goes. I know our neighbor just planted some new plants. He has, like, a whole thing he's propagating over there. Oh, wow. But I think you're only allowed to have like six plants or something. You had like nine last year. I'm like, I think this is illegal. But <laughs> if you don't complain about our bees, because they're going to help you for starters, mm-hmm. then I won't complain about your nine plants. And then maybe give us a branch. Just throw a branch over the wall. No yeah, biggie. We won't ask where it came from. I'm not condoning drugs, but you know, safe and sane, right? Okay. I do have to say Lee's, Lee Bruns, shout out to you, Lee. He had his question was stumped. I also like that Ulysses sent in something and that Ray Morgan sent in something. So shout out to you guys for getting your questions read. But yeah, I liked hearing their names, but their questions, yes. I kind of, I, I didn't, I like that it. they were stumped. And then I was just like, yeah, I was just like, Zzz. yeah, it's like before listening to the Corolla show, whenever they were talking about sports and I was like, uh, glazed over. Also, I, I, I wrote down a, like Jeff's view about having kids. I can't remember like exactly what he said, but he was basically just like, you know, if you don't really want to have kids, like don't have kids, like don't just have kids because everyone like just your does. mom says, yes, when you're old, you're going to regret, regret yes. <laughs> like not having kids. Like you can't think about it as a, as a regret. Cause like so many people, I think just do that. Cause it's like, oh, well, I only have one life. I, I better yeah. have kids or, or whatever. Or just feel but... like everyone has kids. So that's like, so you get married, you have kids. That mm-hmm. doesn't have to be for everybody. And I like that he is the most sane. His, he, the way he worded it was exactly perfect. Yes. It was just, it's quite a commitment. If you don't want to have kids, it seems kind of silly too. And if you're not all in, then don't do it. And I feel like so many people have kids that are not all in. Yes. For starters, I was all in and it's still like a shit show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this is like, I wanted like 12. <laughs> but it's, yeah, pregnancy is hard. 
But that's not the hard part. Yeah. The hard not, part not is all, like, yeah. bye bye life. Yeah. And everything that you care about. <laughs> but it's totally worth it. But yeah, I love that he said that. And then when I think it was Ray, I was like, what if some beautiful 18 year old and they all like harped on that. But it's like, yeah. it's true. If you do meet someone that's, they said 18 because it's somebody that's probably going to want to have kids. If you meet someone that you fall in love with, that's 18 or maybe not that young. Cause yeah. I don't think, I don't think Jeff would be that shitty. Um, but I think if you met someone that still was in childbearing years that had not, maybe, I mean, if I met a guy like Jeff, I would want to have kids with him. <laughs> a guy like Jeff. <laughs> a no, guy but... exactly like Jeff. <laughs> For example, if it was exactly cut, yeah. No, but also I'm wondering what his views on being a stepdad is. Yeah. JK. <laughs> no. Oh, and Allison said she heard the heartbeat today. Yes. I was like, oh. I that's wrote that so too. so huge. Yeah. She mentioned that she's a little bit pregnant. And I think because it was like <laughs> earlier on, but. The fact that they heard the heartbeat and that gave me chills hearing her say that because that is such a magical moment where you're like, this is real. And all the different layers and steps and she's done it before, but getting pregnant was hard for her. And second time now she's pregnant again. And it's like every single thing is a milestone and it's tremendous for her because got to keep that thing in there. (laughs) Yeah. Hearing the heartbeat is like such a big deal. It is. And I remember because you go every month. And they want to listen for the heartbeat. And I would always hold my breath. Oh my like, God, me too. <laughs> Please hear something. Because you hear those stories. It's an everyday thing. Yeah, yeah. To not hear a heartbeat. So uh-huh. it's just like, oh, okay. You hear a heartbeat. That's yeah, like, I can exhale. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. And yeah, so that was also, I was very excited about that. I'm just so excited that I'm going to be her nanny. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so. On to Thursday? Well, first, let's do Colonel's Colonel's. Oh, yeah. Since we're talking about Jeff and all his magic. Eat as many as you'd like. Yeah, and the burnty ones are actually really good. Way better than they look. Get like a little ceremonial teacup, and then you hold your pinky out. One of the reasons I like Toodles is that it can be what I will call business breezy. Hey, I think I'd love this thing at your house. Absolutely not. No. I think the ship has sailed. I've I've never thought, oh, that's a thing I really, really want. I've always been ambivalent about it at best. I think it's a big commitment, and I think unless you're really into it, you should pass. Thank you. Toodles! Catch you later, Toodles. It's so fantastic. Oh, Jeff, God love you. Okay, so Thursday, we were her little creamed, chipped beef on toast. Little shits on a shingle. Fuck are you looking at, little Rafi? <laughs> you uh, squinty-eyed nothing. me. Oh my I've God. never heard of this vin- that shits uh, on a shingle. I've heard of it. I think my, well, I don't know if it's because my grandpa was in the military, or both of them. Mm. So it was like kind of a thing... But I was here while also being uh, an Elks member. They have like a breakfast on Sunday, so they have an SOS, which is shit on a single shingle. Oh. Shit on a shingle. And it's just, it's chipped beef, not really cream, but it's chipped beef on toast, which is just like some kind of weird gravy. But it sounds actually really good. Like That this... I've, I've heard of, but okay. I, I just never heard the nickname of shit yeah. on a shingle. Or... <laughs> it sounds awful. <laughs> It does. Well, I imagine, you know, when you're in the military, the food is kind of like rehydrated shit on a shingle, basically. Yeah. But Oh, yeah. It's a good visual, though. But yeah, yeah it really... I, I am surprised that she picked this one. It's from Jen... Was it Jen Flowers? 
on Patreon, which if you're not a subscriber to Patreon, you can all just fuck right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Obviously, if you can afford it, support her because she puts out free content and entertainment every week. It's worth it to me. If it's worth it to you, get on board. It's fun. Anyway, also putting a carbon is cool. And I think it is so cool. I think Kelly has now had four. (laughs) But who's counting? Me. Because I almost feel like now if you never get one, maybe that's uh, a feat in itself. But hold on. I feel like there was one person I wanted to shout out because I really feel bad for them. (laughs) (laughs) And I think she was mentioned later for something. Becky Milliner. Becky Milliner, I know you don't listen to the show, but girl, I, girl, I don't talk like girl. that for starters. <laughs> she, from the beginning, how long has she been doing this? You can subscribe or submit a carb on Patreon. Uh, By the way, my idea for starters, and I, I still have I not didn't know had that. it read. Okay. Every single week she posts, she submits the carb butterscotch haystacks every week and she's never been picked. Wow. So I'm going to pick you right now, Becky Milliner. Hello, my little butterscotch haystacks. <laughs> what is Jess that? Flowers. You, it was Jess Flowers. A, no. Of a butterscotch, butterscotch haystack? No. What I've never it? heard of it. Ever. But Becky, she posts at least two or three every single week. And every week, she at least posts that one. And I think, throw a girl a bone. <laughs> Allison, it was Jess Flowers, by the way, not Jen, that did uh, shit on a shingle, aka cream chip beef on toast. Anyway, I think um, yeah, Patreon is fun. The live streams are fun. All everything about it is fun. So subscribe. I'm not trying to like talk down to people that aren't, but I took a really long time to get on Patreon, and I felt so terrible <laughs> about it. <laughs> but I was just like, I feel bad, like spending money on something like that's just for me, and like. Not for, like, my kids or my husband or whatever. And then I was like, you know what? Like, he, he smokes a lot of pot. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> and then this I thought... Is, Allison is your pot. Yeah, and then I thought, like, sometimes I'll I'll have... Like, I'll forget my lunch or, like, be lazy and not pack a lunch. And I have to, like, buy food at work. And so I was like, okay, now uh, I'm doing the $10 a month Patreon so I can get the live stream and submit carbs and all the bonus stuff. So I was like, okay, so now if I don't pack myself a lunch, I have to eat oatmeal because I have it. I have instant oatmeal packets <laughs> at my desk and I already eat that for breakfast. So like if I forget my lunch, I'm really screwing myself because then I have to have oatmeal for breakfast and lunch. But I'm like, that's the price that I'm going to pay because I want to support Allison. That's a fucking dedicated fan. <laughs> Is what that is. You so are I've been willing eating some oatmeal for lunch. Granola to have to get Patreon to support Allison on Patreon. I think that is a testament to you, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. So I missed the episode because uh, Toby and Whitney were on when they were talking about the dark chocolate milk chocolate thing, and this <laughs> this whole thing talking about taste buds. By the way, I like Danielle being on the show. Oh, she was me a too. great addition to the show. I like that Jordan's parading around all his bubble people so that he can get a little promotion, Mm -hmm. but it's worth it because I love Jordan on the show. I wish he was on more regular and this, him being reminded about Daniel's uh, Starbucks wife and knowing the whole story 
made me think about the fact that I really kind of, I like that she changes it up. It's fun, but I really wish it was just the same people every week that you don't have to catch people up on. It's just a certain group and it, it kind of makes it more fun. But I did like hearing Danielle on, but the whole taste buds dying thing. I feel like taste buds grow up and yes, milk chocolate has its place, but when your taste buds grow up, they want things like mustard and dark chocolate and black coffee. Yes, I love. I, I drink black coffee too. Yeah, coffee? thank you. Uh no, I I add some uh, cream and sugar, but don't judge me, Lisa. This is an inclusive I, community. You're right. You're right. Ray Unless Morgan you like also doesn't like. Oh, I don't. Come on. <laughs> no, it's fine. Friends is good. It's fine. The rewatchability yeah. was not as good as I had hoped. Okay, Ray Morgan, I'm going to talk to you right now. Just you and I. <laughs> Because, okay, you could say you want cream and sugar in your coffee because it makes it yummier. And I realize I sound like Adam Carolla, but there are a lot of things that Adam Carolla said that were actually smart. And that's probably why I listened. Is, yes, you're in your yummy food phase. When your taste buds grow up, they want dark chocolate and... What did I say? Oh, black coffee, black coffee and mustard and maybe you'll and mustard and maybe you'll have steak. That's rare. <laughs> I know I'm not preaching to the choir over here because this is a vegan. So I'm looking at you, Rafi. <laughs> Anywho, that's my beef. So taste buds, vanilla ice cream to, to chocolate ice cream. Have you heard of this? Like that you go from one to the other because you can't taste the nuances in vanilla ice cream, which goes back to my whole white thing from last week. But. I'm not getting back on that train. <laughs> You're always talking about the white thing, Lisa. Um, Shout out, Trace. <laughs> yeah. This was not my trajectory. I think I love all ice cream equally, and I always have. Oh, but, you coexist. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, as, as long as it's not pistachio or cherry, go go fuck yourself, cherry what? and pistachio. But, uh, Lauren, what, what, are you an ice cream person? I know... So um, vegan ice cream is not as good as regular ice cream. But I've had some good ones. I've had a vegan strawberry ice cream that I thought was actually really very good. There's um, a really popular vegan place near me called Vegan Treats. And uh, supposedly Gwyneth Paltrow got like a birthday cake from there one time or something. Because it says so on the wall. But um... <laughs> And they wouldn't lie about that. Totally. So they have like vegan uh, soft serve there every day. So they'll have like two flavors and then like they have all of their like fancy desserts. And uh, when I was pregnant with my second son. Oh, it's <laughs> I guess our guest is here. <laughs> ba -dum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. All right. I'll be right back. Hello. Hello. Larry. Larry. Lauren. Hi. Nice to meet you. Are we on the air? Well, we're, we are recording. You want to say hi really quick? You can at least say hi to Raphael. Okay. Okay, really quick. Here. Just put these, oh. put these on really quick. Come in. Come in. Hello? Test? Okay. Test hi. one, two. <laughs> okay, you probably this is... don't remember me, but I remember you. Really? You were okay, taking our photo a lot. You took our picture. Okay, from I last year. I know remembered Megan very well. Oh, yeah. Who, how could you <laughs> forget? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, introducing uh, neighbor Larry to the show neighbor larry to the show um larry do you want to give a shout out to super fan megan and to her super fan her super mom parkansky for the cheese curds that we had yesterday hey megan and and her mom is uh julie julie hey megan and julie 
That it was so awesome. The the cheese was great. Love the cheese. If you didn't send that cheese, you would not have dinner. That's right. That's that's how I roll over here, being single. <laughs> All right. So that was a nice little. Unless you want to say anything else, I'll get you some. I'm food. pretty good. Th- yeah, thanks. Right? It's been nice uh, talking to you guys, and this is really awesome. <laughs> yeah. Good seeing you again. Good. Thank you. You too. Take care. All right, so we talked a little bit already about drugs, and I don't think we need to go back on to that. Although I do like one quick thing that Jordan called cocaine rowdy powder. That was hilarious. <laughs> That's a new one for me. I've not heard that one. I thought he called it writing powder. Oh. Oh, that works too. Because they were talking rowdy about... Rowdy powder. Weren't they talking about writing or something? Oh, writing? Yes. Oh, I thought you said writing, like riding a horse. I'm like... Mm. No, no, no. I guess you need to get all coked up to go horsebacking, but <laughs> someone correct okay, us maybe if, I we're, need to... if we're wrong. Uh, maybe I'll know. just ask Jordan. I'll slip into my own DMs and find him there. <laughs> JK. Okay. So Sweet Valley High. Did you ever read Sweet Valley High? Yes. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of course not. <laughs> were you a Jessica or an Elizabeth? Um, as as you know, I card read good. Simpsons joke. Um, No, I never read these books. But Lauren, did you? I don't think so. Like I might have read like one or two, but I wasn't involved in the series. More of a babysitters club gal, just like me, huh? No, I used (laughs) I used to read like those like R. L. Stein books when I was like that age like goosebumps goosebumps and like rl stuff but like or maybe i'm thinking of the wrong thing i don't know but it was like teen girls but scary i don't know i think it was called scary teen girls (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no i wasn't okay so you're a lot younger than me i think i'm not a lot younger this is like the age group of is babysitter's club was like that was my thing but always also i was a like huge babysitter, so I was like a huge Aww. babysitter. <laughs> Wait, does that mean that you were huge or the babies were huge? I was huge and I sat on babies. <laughs> I was really Georgie. big into babysitting, but also like I wanted to have a babysitters club. But then when Sweet Valley High came out, also I was like a huge book nerd. You can't tell by the books behind me because those are all fake, as Rafi says. <laughs> But I I just was reading all the time, and Sweet Valley High was like, my shit. But I did not remember cocaine. I don't remember death. I don't remember any of these things. She remembered such detail. She was like, it's <laughs> Regina Morrow, and she said it was number six. It was number 40, and it's called On the Edge, which I'm on the edge of my seat because I want to read this. And I <laughs> wish that I had it right now for Lauren to read to us. <laughs> Maybe later. I'm just going to have to send it to you. I'm going to have to like buy it and send you a copy so we can hear some installments oh of Sweet Valley High oh my God. cocaine years. Yikes. I can't believe I was reading cocaine use books. And it took me like 15 more years to actually try it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they didn't advertise it so well. No. Well, and I, like when you said, you know, that you liked... Jordan being on and Danielle and like I think anytime anytime I find out that 
like Honey Hunt's burgers not on, I'm like, oh, because I, I really like him. And Allie Ward, of course, I love. So like those two are the ones who I'm always like, oh, I hope they're on, you know? But then like Jordan's awesome always. And I really like Danielle. So yeah. it was it was like a nice surprise, you know? Like it was like, oh, no, no Huntsberger, no Allie Ward, but these people are great. I think that's how I feel too. It's the same thing. It's like, oh, it's not going to be this group, but I like this. And I always like when Jordan's on because he's so funny. Yeah, And he his is. quick wit and I don't know if, well, when Huntsberger's on, I'm always laughing out out literally laughing out loud uh-huh. but whenever jordan's on i'm always laughing because the things he thinks of rowdy powder maybe is on the the line of like i didn't hear it correctly <laughs> but i do think it was funny yeah um but i just like him on and i like danielle and i like that she has new people that she always knows who's going to be good but i think it would be good to get back into like a normal group of people although it may be backfire on her because She's had a set group that backfired two times, so maybe she doesn't want to, like... And I mean, but it, I guess it's not like it backfired, it's just that it ended. ended. Yeah, that's and true. And, like, I don't know, like, I liked it that, that like, Greg Heller said that he would come on a Thursday show again. Like, I'm... I would love to hear so him on... So looking forward. First of all, just be on, but, like, hear him with David Huntsberger... Hear him with Allie Ward. Hear him with Jordan. Oh, yeah. Like, just to hear the different groups together, because now the show has gone on without him. Uh-huh. And to see how he is with those people would be very interesting to oh, hear. Oh, yeah, yeah. I still haven't listened to that bonus episode. I really should. I'm sorry. You should, because you know he, uh, he mentions that he knows me. And therefore, yeah. I can say that I know yeah, him. Yeah, they were like... Oh, okay. At Podfest, I remember he was like, wait, what's your Twitter handle when you were talking? And he was just like, okay, I know you. About you. Mm-hmm. And it was like, he really like pays attention to that stuff. And so he mentions he knows you, really? Yeah. So, And I I'm believe like- Allison's response was, yeah, Raphael's the best. Didn't she say? <laughs> I think she said Did something she? to that effect. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to started, add that here. I think right up top they started with your questions. Oh, Lisa. really? Yeah. Because oh. I was writing this like, down. I, I was know like, that broad. Oh, Lisa, <laughs> right up top. He's like, like Lisa, Slisha, who? <laughs> who? <laughs> um, so I do want to mention because it is very obvious when it happens. But as soon as I saw the picture for the episode i texted megan and i was like oh my god woman of color on thursday and i was super excited to hear uh the episode and no surprise she was a great guest everyone pretty much Mm -hmm. everyone who's on allison's show uh is great and because she came with jordan you know i feel like she uh danielle that is uh had like she has a familiarity with podcasting, yeah. so she wasn't, like, very stiff. She was, like, getting into the convo. And I would love to have her back on. And uh, I think she yeah. was a great guest. Yeah, I really liked her. She was. She was. She fit right in. Like you said, she just, like, jumped right in and was just, like, super cool. And I did not know she was a woman of color until after the episode. And I was actually surprised. Not because she was great, Rafi. But... <laughs> Her voice sounded very like 
<laughs> white lady. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't comment on that because, like, I also saw the picture before I heard the episode. Mm. But uh, you know, I pictured like a Wendy Molino looking kind of like um, just a vanilla type of broad. <laughs> <laughs> But when I saw that, I'm like, oh, cool. She needs to be back on. She's super cool. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, she. so I as I re-listened to the episode, uh, early on in the episode, she said, do the drop. And at first, I thought nothing of it. But later on, when she brought up the Bodega Boys on the second listen, it clicked. That's something they say on their show. Oh. They say, do the drop. And it plays the because they record at Red Bull Studios in New York. So then they play the live from Red Bull Studios uh, drop. And so Uh. I was like, she's Bodega Hive. If you see my Twitter profile, it says Bodega Hive. Die for the Hive. Bodega Boys in the building. I was so fucking excited. (laughs) This lady... I was like, she's Bodega Hive and she's on my favorite other podcast. I was like, I got to follow her. And then I saw her tweets and I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> I won't follow her, but she's cool in my book. <laughs> <laughs> well, she got the Rafi stamp of approval. I was going to talk about learning about who your parents are by listening to the podcast that they're oh. on. Are you worried about that? A tiny bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... This whole dynamic is weird because podcasts are new. So now you're going to learn about your, like Allison's kids are going to learn about her from listening to her podcast because she has a very popular show. But even if like my kids, I have a very unpopular show. My kids know that I do a show. They, it's very accessible. They can yeah. listen to it and they're going to be like, Oh, what, are you talking about blowjobs and cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the thing is, is I, I feel like, first of all, though, it's a weird world that we live in now that you can just literally go back and listen to, it's like reading the diary of your parent. Now you can actually listen to a diary of your parent. And I feel like if my truth, if I hate my truth, I just need to change it. And if I don't talk, it's, it's who I am. So if. They learn weird things about me. They're just going to learn weird things about me because that is who I am. And I don't, I don't like censoring myself as much as like what, what I want to say because, because it is who I am. And, yeah. and why change who you are? And if they don't like it, then that's their problem. But they're going to come out with some crazy shit too, where they're going to be like, "Oh, I like like I was sharing with you that my daughter was recording some ASMR stuff and the stuff that she likes to watch." On YouTube, where I'm just like, oh, you're going to be yeah. a weirdo when you grow up, but that's cool. Yeah. Like, she may become a chiropractor just to be able to hear those cracks. But <laughs> the other thing that Jordan was saying, that their kids, uh, Allison and Daniel's kids, are going to start a podcast reacting to her podcast. I'm like, well, first of all, we already do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be weird. But it really would be weird to... Listen to your parents' podcast and talk about it. Yeah. That would be like, whoa, okay, now I understand why my mom did this or that or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, just having kids alone, I I understood my mom more mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, okay, she's crazy. I can't believe she did that, but now I understand this part or whatever it is. But yeah. It would be really cool to 
Like, I've found old letters that she's written, like, poems and stuff where I'm like, oh, wow. whoa, like, you get to know them as a person. And maybe, like, this person that I am is, like, really rough around the edges, but, like, I want them to know that person. And I, I, I don't think I would be, I don't want them to hear it now because they're 13 and, and 11, but, like, when they're older, I, I don't think I would be scared of it. And I think that's why I could just be like, and I'm glad that Allison does, too. She feels comfortable to just be like, this is who I was. Also, I didn't know. Oh, she always talked about. Oh, yay! <laughs> Hi. All right, surprise visit from Rachel. Rachel's joining the show. Do you hi, want to talk Rachel. about your drug use, Rachel, or should we just say hi to you? <laughs> Let's just say hi. I can talk about. Okay. Drugs. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Good. It's nice talking to you. You're I haven't talking talked about to you for. Uh, Not right now. <laughs> well, we're talking about our kids learning from, learning about us listening to our podcast. Okay. Which would be interesting. Like if, when you have kids, they listen to whatever you talked about on a podcast, that would be weird. If they care. Yeah. That's oh! <laughs> yep. They would, I think. I don't know. If they found your diary, they would read it, I think. Yeah. You hope your kids want to like know about you and hear about you. Yeah, and you as a person, not just as a mom, because moms mm-hmm. are so like, they're yeah, just like yeah. this. Yeah, they're just they're always they're a constant that's there, but they, you don't see them as a person. Oh um, yeah, I was I just asked her if she wanted to say hi to you guys. That I was, was cool. Bye. Okay, sorry to interrupt. That's okay. Um, I think we. I mean, we were just talking about the whole listening to the podcast. But I mean, how would you feel if your kids listened to your to to this show, or if you had your own show, Lauren? Not great. <laughs> for okay. this one, not great. Yeah, for this one, probably negative. But uh, they won't. So <laughs> I know that my daughter at school she Googled me, and I don't know why. But she was just like, oh, it's just like, it was just some picture of you. And I was like, oh, that was my mental illness happy hour episode. Like she, but she, oh. I didn't realize that, you know, she could listen to that. And, but I, I mean, those are things that I want to share with her, but I, I'm not at, not at this age, but I feel like I can't be ashamed of where I came from. Like I can only be ashamed if I haven't changed from those things. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm still going to talk about a, a bunch of stuff because I'm a potty mouth and they <laughs> they kind of know that, but they're still like, if we were going to play a board game and it was called Oh Hell and they're like, ooh! <laughs> 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 oh, bad words! I'm like, come on. I literally, the okay, no, I'm not even going to say that, but okay. Anyway, Lil Rafi, what do you think about your future kids listening to this show or knowing anything about your past um it's gonna be the only way they get to know me (laughs) Uh, so you're gonna write the coattails of your parents (laughs) i'm gonna be (laughs) in a different country and i'll uh, send them a postcard uh so i googled (gasps) lisa lowry i'm joking uh i googled lisa lowry and yeah the first thing that comes up is the mental illness happy hour there is a picture of you and apparently there's a Lisa Lowry 37 on Twitter who is a female Blonde. in Edinburgh. Oh. Yeah. The, all the other Lisa Lowry's are like blonde ladies. Oh, also, I yeah. Ma- I married into this last name. Come on. 
there's a real estate agent in Chico who has 4.7 stars. So oh. if you're buying a home in Chico, California, hit up our best friend, it Lisa Lowry. Like- <laughs> but yeah, the first thing that comes up is like that episode now, which if I would have Googled myself before I did that show, it would be a bunch of other people. <laughs> yeah, if you Google though, my name, it, it's, it's so common. It's so... Right. It's I've, just it's, like, oh, Lisa won't Lowry, get me. like, she's plays tennis and she lives in Chico, apparently. Um, and Rafael Castaneda, I mean. Well, so actually, it's funny because the World Cup is going on and there's a Mexican soccer player named Rafael Marquez. So wow. I have a different last name, obviously, but two of three names we share and that guy is uh, much more successful, better looking, and in better shape. <laughs> Aww. That's always fun. Yeah. That comparison. Aww. That's the comparison I always do when I... And I was going to send this JMO in, but like, I whenever I hear someone's born the same year or one year off and then I think about where their life is and where I am I'm like ah because Allie Ward is born the same year as I am and uh Allison is born one year before yeah one before one year before I was born and I'm like it we literally had so many parallel things in life and she just like went like this and I was just like It took a really bad left turn. Aww. But I'm trying to pull myself out from that and like make this life for my kids great. Oh, no, yeah, you're doing great. Like I have great friends and I have a great house and like I feel like I'm finally stable in my life. And you know what? He doesn't listen, but shout out to you, Mike, my husband. <laughs> so I feel like we are becoming friends again and I think that's kind of awesome. It's hard to say. <laughs> I hear you. <sighs> and Until he camping? listens to this <laughs> and sees about your wandering eyes for Colonel Jeff. <laughs> he's going to be like, who? That bald guy? <laughs> All right. It's fucking hot in California right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cooled down. I, w- I was telling Lauren that. Well, we talked about this before. Last week when we recorded, it was like 109 or 110. And literally all of our plants got burned. All of our spring plants where it's like all our tomatoes are coming in and all of everything and everything's just like, "Mm, we're getting fucked by the sun right now. There's no amount of watering that's going to help. And we don't usually get this much heat, but it's just like the air conditioning all the time. It's what, 90 today? It's not as hot, but it's just, ugh. And I feel for Allison. I was pregnant with my second kid in the summertime and she was born in August and it was just Mm. like the last three months of like (laughs) hell (laughs) hell anyway how are you enjoying this California heat wave I hate the heat (laughs) but I was lucky when I was pregnant both of my boys are born in December so I was never like heavily pregnant during the summertime um but yeah I don't deal well with the heat I don't it's it hurts. <laughs> it does hurt. And when I was pregnant with my son, he was born in April. So I had like, I coasted right into that one. But with Ruby, she was born in August and we went on a road trip to Texas mm. when I was eight months pregnant. And then we went to Arizona and we we're, it was just like, uh, I don't know why people live there. I really <laughs> don't. <laughs> it's fucking hell. And I was just like, 
I'm going to miscarry this eight month baby, oh. eight month old, whatever. It's too hot. Like, I just felt like my body was going to give up. It was just, it, it was horrendous. But this heat right now, it's pretty shitty and I hate it. And I need to move to Washington. I've already mentioned this. I found my house. I'm going to go visit <laughs> in like two weeks. I'm going to go and visit it. Also, shout out to Becky and Jen Stark. I'm going to have a little meet up with them in Seattle. Actually, outside of Seattle. We're going to go to Becky's house. I also hate the heat. <laughs> That's why you live in Colorado. But it's hot there right now, yeah? Uh, you know, it's funny because they say it's like 300 plus days of sunshine in Colorado, but we are known for like snow, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's always fucking hot here. Really? Yeah, pretty When much. I was in Durango, Colorado. Just kidding. <laughs> By the way, when I did my DNA, I found out I'm fr- my D- uh, Durango, Mexico is where my DNA comes from. Also, more a majority of it is from the early settlers in Pennsylvania. What? Yes. <laughs> so, there you go. Um, I don't know why I had to mention that, but that was fun. Okay, so the snack chat. Can I fall in love with Jeff even more? Because he makes homemade fucking Cheez-Its. <laughs> First of all, Cheez-Its is my number one go-to snack. Second of all, homemade Cheez-Its? He's a dreamboat. <laughs> Husband, if you're listening, you're more of a dreamboat. Don't worry. I don't really have a crush on him anymore. But I want to taste some of these Cheez-Its. They mentioned Cheddar Bay Biscuits, which... The only time I've been to Red Lobster is when I was vegetarian, so... That's the only thing I ate there, I think, was those. And maybe some salad. And I'm like, okay, I don't understand why everyone wants to come here, but I like the idea of Cheddar Bay Island, and that's Guy Fieri's (laughs) island. (laughs) (laughs) Which led to the parrot head talk. And I am knee-deep in Doughboy, so they went to Jimmy Buffett's restaurant, whatever it's called, and... I don't understand this walk of life that is a parrot head. I have no idea. I've never heard of that before. Really? Uh, you're lucky because it's weird. These parrot heads, they're serious. They're serious about their shitty music listening. Okay, <laughs> and their flip flops. So... Their flip flops and their shitty music. Right. So I mentioned uh, recently that when I was in my little band with my people from work, I brought in, you know, good music like the Carter family and uh, fucking Black Sabbath, the White Stripes. And then my pal Mike, I mean, he's a great guy and all, but he was like, let's play Margaritaville. Let's play that fucking America song, (laughs) Horse with No Name. And I'm just like, why don't okay, I just shoot let's myself? Not get, let's not dog on America. Let's uh, pull in the reins there, dude. I don't want to play a you fucking five-minute song that has two goddamn chords in it, Lisa. It was fucking torture. Anyway, music aside. Oh, the dog's in here. <laughs> uh, music aside. <laughs> I don't. I cannot stand the fucking uh, Margaritaville song. And All those songs are the same. Yes. And I, I fucking, I don't get this lifestyle. And it kind of makes me mad that he has so much money because I feel like it's undeserved. Like, how many musicians are out there who make, like, amazing music and they're just, like, fucking, they sell, like, oh, yeah. 10,000 records, you know? Yeah. But for, I know for a fact, because I'm reading a book a month, 
I now have my next book. I'm going to read one of these fucking parrot head books. I will report back. Oh my I'm God, sure I'll hate that. it. So and, if you, you've been reading a book a month, right? You've been doing this? Yes. So you're going to spend one of your months reading a parrot head book? Well, I mean, I'm sure it won't take <laughs> me a month to read this book. It'll probably be like a, yeah, a quickie. But um, yeah. Also, if you guys remember, Greg Heller's mom and like aunt or something wrote a romance novel last year. What? And I need I don't to. Remember to that. I'm gonna read that as well for one of my books of of the month thing. So <gasps> if anyone call. out there wants to uh, read along with me, I think it's called like I will. Like, I'll pretend to read. It's <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. For I'll, once, I'll Lisa, it. you'll have to uh, actually read. Um, I think okay. it's called like September Rising or September Calling, oh, something like that. Yes, let me, I should please. look it up so I could let you know. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I will read that with you. Let's do a Greg Heller's mom's second cousin reading book reading. I'm into that. And it, it did come out like almost exactly a year a year ago. It's oh, how sorry. did I miss okay. that? I missed it too. The book is called September Somewhere by Susan okay. Lerner and Nancy Meyer. Okay. It's, oh. it's $15 on Amazon paperback or $3 on Kindle. Okay. So, everyone, now, get explain that book. again who who wrote this and who's behind. What, explain all of that. I missed it. Although I'll probably hear it when I edit. <laughs> the book is called September Somewhere, and it was written mm. by Greg's mother and I believe his mm. aunt. That's crazy. How did I? I don't remember this. It's it's a oh. romance novel. It's got. A man and a woman on a beach, and then there's another woman walking towards them. It's got eight five-star reviews, so it's got to be good. Okay. So it's Nancy Meyer and Greg Heller's relative? Nancy is his mom. I think they're they're both related to him. Uh, I think the other one is his aunt. So Susan Lerner. Okay. Wait, I have to... His aunt. I feel like Greg Heller needs to be on a Monday episode where she, like... Talks asks him more about his life, not just the not just the dumb questions we have to ask. <laughs> Speak for yourself. My questions are gold. All right, you're right. All right, so Kindle two ninety nine. Okay, I'm in. I'm into the book club. Let's do this. And then anybody if else any... out there want to do it? Let's do it. And if anyone else wants to read these parrot head books, you know, <laughs> feel free. I know. We'll to leave that up me. to you. Ah, uh, report back. You can report back. <laughs> okay. What were they called? Like, fuck a parrot in the morning or something? I don't remember, but I know one of them... <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> of, was, uh... You don't think it was that? <laughs> he doesn't remember. Let me I look was thinking, it up. I was thinking of the Kiss an Angel Good Morning song. What? Fuck a parrot uh, in the morning. The <laughs> only the only song I, never heard I know of that one is either. Margaritaville, so... Ugh, it's unfortunate. He's so bad. Wait, is he the musically. one that does Alexa, a West Virginia song? Play Jimmy Buffett. No. <laughs> and then forget it forever. You enjoyed that? Walking? Music is loud. Music is loud. 
Thank you. Tumultuous crowd. I think Georgie likes it. But I'm just an old man. I probably get so Cause they don't dance like Carmen no more. Alexa, stop. <laughs> Fuck. No. <laughs> no, it's bad. I don't like it. So and don't you dare compare America to them. One of the uh, book titles that Danielle mentioned is called The Jolly Mon. And Aww. that's problematic, yeah. I think. But uh, yeah, think? all of these books look <laughs> fucking horrible. These aren't memoirs. These are his stories. They're st- like fiction. I think they're fiction, but there also seem to be uh, some like kind I- of biographical type of books as well. But like, here's one: "Tales from Margaritaville: Fictional Facts and mm. Factual Fictions" mm. by Jimmy Buffett. Mm. What the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> A nope. salty piece of land by Jimmy Buffett. No, A salty piece of shit is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is going to be a shit show, but anyone, feel free to read one of these (laughs) terrible books and report back. You read one, and next week, we will hear about it. Uh, Yeah. I have a mild interest in reading it. I'm sorry, I don't. I just... You know, when you hate something, I I want more proof that I should hate it. Instead of... Like, I don't want to hear it and be like, okay, he has some valid points, or he's a good writer. I want to be like, no, I really fucking hate you. What if you love it? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the worst day of my life. <laughs> or maybe like, the best day. Guys, actually. Because I'll be, I'll be so a parent good. and I won't fucking care anymore. And I'll be wearing <gasps> flip-flops for days. Georgie. By the way, little Rafi, you'd be really proud of me. Last week, we had friends over, and our friend had flip-flops on. <laughs> and you kicked I her out? I flip-flops no, it was a he, and I was oh. just like, I'm kind of offended that you're wearing flip-flops. You hate flip-flops. I don't want to see his feet. Okay, I said, your feet, like, seeing someone's feet is very intimate to me. It's weird. It's very much like, I really see inside your soul, because I see your big toe right now. <laughs> but then I told him, like, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm weird. But I'm like, I really don't. He's like, it's hot. And I'm like, also, your tank top is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you don't wear flip-flops? I'm like, I do all the time. But I don't go out of the house with flip-flops on. I just don't. I think so many people exclusively like wear flip-flops. Yes. Now. I... Even in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That, those are some parrot heads. <laughs> One time I saw a lady picking up her kid from school wearing pajamas and flip-flops. Picking up, not dropping off. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly (laughs) the point. It's too lazy. It's just like, I guess I'll put on a layer of fabric between the fucking ground and my foot. I guess I will. Because I have to pick up my kid from school. I'm still wearing PJs, though. I know. I'm like... No. I'll excuse, like, dropping your kids off in PJs, but not picking them up. No. I and I have done that and it's embarrassing, but still, <laughs> I'm not proud of it. I wouldn't be like, "Hey, this is just me. I'm wearing PJs and flip flops." No, nope, nope. I do not live a flip flop lifestyle. And Jen, I realize you do not agree with this comment, but I do. 
And you're not here, which you should be. There's like four extra... Ch- no, wait. Is that counting right? Four. There's four yeah. empty chairs here, and they could be filled with you people that live around here. All right. I'm reading a New York Times piece that says Jimmy Buffett does not live the Jimmy Buffett lifestyle. Like, I hope this no. is like a, an expose. Like, <laughs> look at this rich man. He doesn't own flip-flops. <laughs> you portray this flip-flop parrothead lifestyle, but really... It's like, um, what's the deadhead guy? Uh, Jerry Garcia. Jerry Garcia. Yeah. Jerry Garcia. Jerry Garcia. Jimmy Buffet. You know. Jimmy Buffet is what I like to call him. No, but he would just like roll up to his shows in Mercedes. It's like, you're not a fucking hippie anymore because you realize money buys comfort and comfort is not fucking being that. Mm -hmm. You can only go so long. All right. Anyway. Do you guys have anything else from Thursday before we talk about JMOs? I do. Okay, Lauren, get in um, here. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I had it written down about the Monday show and this mm. show. I love so much how much how much Allison loved Dr. Drew hanging up the phone. Oh yes, <laughs> that was that's gonna be a drop forever. It's I think so good. <laughs> It's so old man. It was like yeah. exactly what you expect an old man like. <laughs> and he's so he's such a put together oh my person God. and like yeah. everything. And so I don't know if hey, I doubt I he loves to her Drew. show. But if I he love feel, him. if he ever hears that she there that's a literally a drop now. It's worse than Greg Heller's like whatever. <laughs> but if 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 he heard that he'd be like oh shit. <laughs> But it really was like, I'm just old and I'm putting stuff. (laughs) And it reminded me of one time when I, I had a, I had a a roommate named Matt, my good friend, and he and I had a landline. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kids, just so you know, that's a phone that's connected to a wall and you cannot leave your home. You have to be there when the person calls. Okay. So yeah, we had a landline and we had an answering machine and one day my mom called and it was like for the first part of the message i guess she didn't realize that it was already recording oh my god and she just sounds like a total drug addict she goes oh there's a hair on this plate and then she <laughs> goes lauren it's me are you gonna call me back or what <laughs> <laughs> so matt and i used to play it every day yeah. when we would come home from work or like if we'd be upset that. like uh, there's a hair on this plate. Why aren't you going to call me back or walk by? <laughs> like, it was the best message. I think if podcasts were around when answering <laughs> machines were around, that would literally be, I could play every message my mom's ever. Oh my God. Every yeah. single one where it's like, let's just listen to this little number. Because number one, she would talk until it, it cut her off. And uh-huh. She would have to come back. It hung up on uh-huh. me. It hung up on me. That's so weird. I guess cut I, me off. So I guess it just it just hung up on me. It wasn't because I'm talking ad nauseum. Like I oh, it just hung up on me. Yeah. But the best one, and we would, my husband and I, same, would come home. We're like, oh, we've got a message on the answer machine. I hope it's from my mom. And there was one where she was just like talking, and she's like, oh hold on and then you can hear the vacuum go on and then she's like i just had to vacuum all the moths that are flying around me right now like oh my god in the middle of the mess and the best used to be like the 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 machine messages where like dr drew like 
they think they hung up and they're like, yes. she didn't fucking answer. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, say, like, or, or just like, Lauren, are you there? Lar? Like, <laughs> my parents used to like call and like, you know, you would talk to the machine because maybe the yes. person's running to get the phone. Pick up if you're there. <laughs> there were so many times that I would come home and I would listen to three messages from my mom. At all got her getting cut off. Oh, I'm sorry. I just had a call back. It just hung up on me. It's the machine's fault. It's not because I'm like right. long winded. Yeah. And then in my mind, I feel like I've already talked to her. So then I forget to call her yes. back. Yeah. It's like, and I heard what you wanted to yeah. say. And then I have a whole conversation with the answers where I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, little Rafi, you ever had this problem? He's too young. Mm, I no, I mean, I remember uh, having a landline and we we never could afford an answering machine so we never had that Aww. problem but uh no my parents even now when they call me actually my mom will leave me messages and it drives me crazy yeah. but the whenever my dad calls me uh it i'll i'll get a voicemail and i listen to it and it's just a second and then it hangs up so <laughs> i i don't have that problem but uh i can imagine but the doctor drew thing was good... so funny yeah uh Especially because, like, if you remember from Adam's show, he would always talk about how Dr. Drew's, like, so smart because he has, like, medicine in the fridge <sighs> and he puts his keys right! on top of it so yes. he won't forget the medicine. And then he, but he can't oh. handle a simple task like hanging up a phone. Totally. And what phone is he trying to hang up? Like, it right. sounded like a serious Like landline. a real phone because. Like a big old It's heavy... not like you just hit the red button yes. on your cell phone. It was right. like. It's not like a flip phone, which is also old, or like anything else, but it's like, you're trying to get the phone on the receiver. And like, or did he think he hung it up and that's his and phone like clanging around pocket? in his pocket? I don't know. So I, I want to, I want to give him the benefit of the so doubt much. because nah. I think, so have you, I don't know about you guys, but I wear earbuds all the time and uh, they have a headset in them. So sometimes I can't find the clicker immediately. So to hang up the call. So it just oh. sounds like I'm rubbing on the microphone. Oh, so I, I want to say that sounded that. like clunky and like it sounded like plastic on plastic, like trying to. Yeah, it did sound more like that, but I mean, I'm, I'm going to give. Yeah, him the you're probably of the right. Doubt. Yeah, well, we'll have to ask him the next time he's on. I love that he was actually asking like what happened. That's kind of crazy that he would even question that. Yeah, because he's like friends with Adam. Yeah, so, like. But he was, like, the number one person to call him out. Like, oh, all these guys are scared of you. And all these other things. And, like, the fact that he was just like, nah, blah, blah, whatever. But the fact that he wanted to know what happened between Ray and him is like, wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised, like... I think Adam just is turned into a different person. He's just, like, a parody of himself now. So he's like, I don't need these fucking shitty people in my life anymore. Yeah. So weird. Yeah, I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt. I think he's old and doesn't know how to put a phone away. <laughs> he has a landline He's also. calling from a landline. He's totally <laughs> calling from a landline. And I picture him in like a dark office. It's all wood paneled and like leather chairs. And he's just like, has a big old phone. And he's just like. <sighs> he's had a couple cocktails, which I didn't realize he drank until I heard. I don't know who. I don't know what show I was listening to. I was like, oh, yeah, I went and had a couple of drinks with Dr. I'm like, really? Uh, I think that was um, Doughboys, Lauren Savon. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. 
But I really like Dr. Drew. I think he's... I do, too. So caring. Such a nice guy. Yeah. But, yeah, that phone thing really... I was laughing out loud. I was in my hotel room yesterday <laughs> listening. I love that they brought it back again. She was just like, yes. listen. Just listen now. <laughs> Not the fact that he's calling in and like talking about Adam and like that's kind of crazy to cross those boundaries. Like, listen to how he tries to hang up. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it that she pointed out on Monday and then again on Thursday. Like, I hope, I hope it's back all the time. Oh, uh, it will be. It's got to be. All right. Anything else from... Actually, yes. Okay. I forgot you were going to say something. So I want to bring this up yet again because Danielle mentioned it. She mentioned the Bodega Boys several times in this episode. And I – so if you recall, Lisa, the first time that you and I spoke on the uh, – what is it called? What was it called back then? Uh, The J. Schmo Patrol? No, what was the oh. the interview ah. series thing called? Oh, thank you. Or uh, bring your own bring friend. Bring your own friend. Fan? Bring friend? your own you fan. You just mentioned that yeah, I was yeah. just talking to, to Lauren about this. Um, I told, at the end of the episode, I had, like, suggestions for guests. And, of course, Jesus oh, and right. Mero were suggested. This was, like, what, two and a half years now? Maybe more? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's so weird to me that they're... That she doesn't know who they are because they, in my world at least, and I, every time they drop an episode, I retweet it. So I know she sees my tweets. Uh, and <laughs> She lives for your tweets. <laughs> no, but she likes my <laughs> tweets, and I, I really do not expect her to because I very rarely tweet. But when she likes them, I'm like, oh, how did she see this? So she's clearly scrolling through Twitter constantly, and she sees my tweets. Yeah. So she must be aware of the Bodega Boys right now, by now, unless she turned off my retweets, because I do retweet a lot of shit. But um, the reason that Daniel brought them up that was interesting, because it led into a conversation about uh, kind of words that we shouldn't use anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she mentioned that the Bodega Boys are very problematic, but as you listen to them from their original podcast to their current podcast, they would say things that at one time were somewhat socially acceptable, and then they even have a bit called the prop. Like if you say something that's kind of iffy, they would say the problematic light is on, and then so they stopped saying crazy, and now they say like if a situation is normally you would say oh that situation is crazy now they say that it's wild that's wild oh so hmm. uh and then that led into daniel talking about how he doesn't use the r word uh and you know how we shouldn't say the other f word so i thought that was a very interesting thing and it's it's funny because i mentioned how i would love for them to be on allison's show but they would be a very strange fit for her show because i feel like her show is all about like positivity and being inclusive and on their show they used to shout out isis oh for, wow <laughs> so uh very cool. different uh types of humor but i feel like this is still my ultimate goal although it will never happen it would be the happiest day of my life if they were ever to be on her show <laughs> your worlds would collide yes in a good way not like costanza <laughs> well, and then like maybe if they I can only think of Bodega, I only think of like writing bad checks on writing bad clown checks. <laughs> okay. 
the whole the whole word thing is such a it's such a weird like it really I can't even say weird people because if you can't say crazy anymore you can't say dumb you can't say because all of those things are connected to something that are n- uh-huh. negative but you just get used to saying it just like using the R word was so normal mm-hmm. but it wasn't uh, derogatory it was just a word like weird or crazy mm-hmm. or dumb and but it's it, it is interesting that it, there are lines drawn in certain ways where that's not acceptable anymore which i agree with but we're so used to we used to be so used to saying it it was mm-hmm. normal and i remember allison replayed an old episode or maybe it was from a stream, and she used the r word as just normal yep. language and it wasn't that long ago that you would say that but like saying crazy i can understand why that especially now i feel like people are so in tuned with mental illness and everything else and if you say crazy that's like derogatory so mm-hmm. now I, I mean you have to think about everything that you say and i think people are more sensitive if it affects them and their life because I think someone might not want you to use the R word or very like look down on that, but then they might say crazy and they might say weird and they might say all these yeah, other yeah. things. Yeah, it, so. yeah. It's it's so funny like what different people realize is a messed up word to say. Yes. Like, because crazy, like I I drop that a lot. I think not a lot, but like I remember like when I was a little kid, my neighbors used to babysit me like every day and. Spanish was their first language like the the wife was actually from Spain and but like they would do like this or like they would always say like you drive me crazy because like I was a little kid and I was driving them crazy (laughs) but like (laughs) so I think like for me it's like so in there and like I forget that it's offensive and like it doesn't mean the same thing as like mental illness to me in my head it does it's a it's just like a silly with the same thing with the r word mm -hmm. it was the same thing it's not and also saying like oh that's gay and I know that but that is so that's not good either, you know, no. but that, and I would, that's not even something I would say anymore, but that was something that was so normal that, yeah. to say that wasn't kids used to say that yeah. for everything. Yeah. Yes. And that term has changed over the years to mean so many different things, but like growing up saying a certain thing. And I like the fact that they were talking about, you have to give someone the room to grow and to understand that they're saying something wrong, not to just judge them and be like, yeah, you because then they're going to fight to keep it or, 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 or defend why yes. they're saying it. But. Or just say, like, I grew up like that. That's just what we said. And it was normal. It just was. And and, and even saying, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand, like, still, I can't. Sorry, Rafi, and your music. But, like, hearing the N-word, like, I, it's so offensive to me. Yeah, that I can't that, handle that one. Hearing that is to me so ignorant it's different than saying but why is that different why is it yeah. different than saying the r word or saying gay or saying what the f the f word i can't even imagine oh like, my god saying, i was at a wedding a few months ago a couple months ago and somebody said the f word to someone they were like you fucking f word and i was like oh my oh. god and i got like really freaked out and chris was standing right next to me and i like started hitting him like oh my god you hear that and it was like a girl 
just joking around with them like oh, and i was geez. like holy shit like that's not fucking fun like no. i thought i thought something bad <laughs> was going like, to happen like who fight. does that like wow yeah, so that was like a new words where, like, experience i can't hear them no matter whose mouth it comes from like i just can't hear it mm-hmm. but there are some like saying crazy or whatever i still i never even even till listening to this episode i'm like oh that's bad to say now like i but when you think about it right i understand yeah but it's just so but you don't mean it that way or your, you don't exactly yeah and that's where i feel like and like the r word like i definitely have friends that still say that and i cringe every time yes but i like, cringe now and before it was just normal yeah but it wasn't towards that it was oh just, yeah it was i know just, that they don't mean yes. it in, in a mean way but it's like come on guys like it's 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 been a while especially like, if someone that is that and hears that like that would break my heart oh yeah and i know that i've used that word mm-hmm. in that passing way where it's just part of my language and then you think like who did i who could i have offended and not even known that yeah. i did but anyway little rafi you're offensive let's talk <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh they they did talk about how if you like were to go back and listen to your podcast like what were you saying and yes it's a good thing that no one listens to this show because god (laughs) knows what i say on here oh god i would love to just do like a 10 minute like (laughs) oh no just a a rafi rant (laughs) Oh, don't worry, Lisa. I got all like, the unedited Drake. clips of you. So oh, God. It's like, a, like a Rafi's kernel. All mine is like racist and all yours is just like hating everybody. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, I think that, that Daniel articulated it well. And oh, it was totally. nice. It was nice because it's nice to say, hey, let's not judge people that are using the language, but we can educate and we can also understand where they're coming from instead of just judging like oh they're they use this use this word so they're this way it's like there are certain parts of language that we get used to saying for whatever reason you're raised a certain way like my mother-in-law says certain words where i'm like that is not good Mm -hmm. (laughs) she doesn't even know the origins of it it's just something she was raised saying and so like, my husband and I last night went on a tirade of, like, the things that his mom would say. And it's like, oh, just plus, please just stop. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't even know the meaning of it anymore. It's just the way she talks. But it's just, you have to give some leeway and not judge too harshly. Unless they're not willing to change. <laughs> yeah. But, the, yeah, the way Daniel said it was, like, so perfect. Because he was just, he, when he gave a personal example, he's like, and I felt like shit for saying it. And it's like, yeah, like when I phased out different words, like I felt shitty. Like, sh- what? Why the fuck was I saying that? Like, I thought I was funny or something, or, or it was just normal. But maybe I hurt somebody's feelings at some point. So, yeah. like, yeah, it's totally worth it to not be hurting people's feelings. And it's good to be aware of things. Like, if someone says, "Oh, this is actually not really a word we say anymore," which is funny that you had to say that, but like, mm-hmm. it eventually. We have to know what's going to offend people. And the, the, where, where work comes from there. I think I mentioned it on this show and, and Lee Bruns was kind enough to tell me where it came from, but like using the word mongoloid, like that was something I was growing up. I, I growed up. 
cool. Yes, I was smart. No. I grew up hearing that. My mom used that as a term as like, oh, you're just like a moron, which also is another thing to not say. Like, there's so many things you can't say anymore. But using mongoloid is actually like, it's actually like mongoloidism is like some sort of like form of, <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but it's not right to call someone yeah. that. Yeah. So the things that are part of your language are usually from your parents. And a lot of times it's not from hate. It's just from really being ignorant and not really knowing. But mm-hmm. anyway, we're teaching the world here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we talk about... Actually, I wanted to do a snack chat, but I don't know. Are these vegan? You can't eat these, huh? No, I, I don't eat those. But you go ahead. Uh, I mean, recommended right. by Jeff, so... Little Rafi, I'm going <laughs> to... Lauren was kind enough to bring a hometown treat for my own snack chat. They're not... Uh, Do you want to have him facing you? All right. Well, I'm just going to chew on the microphone foam <laughs> and pretend I have I'm going to save you one. I, I swear. I don't know you. the oh, next no, time I'm going to see have... you, but I'm... Did he see the cats? I have to. I should send him oh, the cats, too. Oh, she did show me those. <laughs> I think... Okay, I... Lauren brought me, first of all, snacks from Pennsylvania, and she made me homemade cat dolls that are fucking amazing. I'm going to post those. They're so <laughs> cute. I think I've seen Tasty Cakes here in certain stores. Uh, Philly's oh, Best, really? maybe? I'm sure we don't have like quite the selection, so I don't know. If I if I see Jeez. some, I'll have to buy some. But uh, I have had something from Tasty Cake in the past, and I'm sure I liked it. That's the strip club, but whatever. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so I'm going to try the Tasty Cake peanut butter candy cakes because I think they're colonel jeff's favorites <laughs> right yeah <laughs> oh my god she's, so good. <laughs> <laughs> she's smiling oh wow that's dreamy they're delicious she also brought buttercream ice cupcakes which i'm gonna have later should we talk about jamo's um i almost called you mary now because i'm reading my jamo uh, <laughs> lauren did you pick a jamo i forgot i took all these notes and i didn't pick a jamo but i Good know you, i did though, really no one ever takes notes Robert. i'm sorry i i did really relate to one so maybe if you say it okay. i'll remember but all right so the one that i picked was mary and her twitter handle is at words are hip would be okay if thanksgiving and christmas were the only holidays celebrated ever again see you later fourth of july easter <laughs> halloween etc Dear Mary, are you the holiday Nazi? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, why are you trying to ruin everything? <laughs> First of all, what did she say? Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving and Christmas. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay. Those are the two hardest yeah. holidays. And maybe she's not a mom yet. But also any holidays hard. But it's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. It's a reason... Like, sometimes you don't see your friends, but if there's a holiday, you're like, oh, we got to invite these people, or we're going to go have a barbecue, or we're going to do this. Or, or like, oh, like, I know so-and-so will be off that day, because it's a yeah. holiday, so So we'll it's chill. kind of like a reason to get together and be human. Mm-hmm. So, let's not take away a human. <laughs> Little Rafi, what do you think about that? You're a Nazi, as, aren't you? As someone who doesn't really celebrate any holiday, I don't <laughs> give a shit, but at the same time, I'm actually all you? for more holidays. <laughs> like, 
Especially yeah, if more they're holidays. like... Mm. At, at my job, the only ones we actually get off is Thanksgiving and Christmas. But I say go for it. We are all working too much and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we should adopt like a more European uh, holiday schedule. Yeah. I agree. And it's like... I, it doesn't need to be like Christmas is crazy. That's a lot of work. But Fourth of July, it's a minimum amount of work. And even Thanksgiving is actually, if you don't host it yourself, it's actually pretty easy because you can <laughs> bring stuff to someone's house. And it's actually kind of easy. But it's just fun to have an excuse to not go to work, to get together with people that you love, and to celebrate something. It's it's not bad. And with a name like Mary, I feel like, well, of course you're going to like Christmas. <laughs> What's going on? Okay, Mary, Lisa, I love you. I'm sure you're great. <laughs> Lisa, yeah. on the subject of 4th of July, uh, mm-hmm. there's a video or videos going around on YouTube of 4th of July in Los Angeles and how it's literally everywhere. People are just shooting off fireworks. But yeah. because you live so close to Disney, I wonder how is it? Because you guys have fireworks every night. And I'm sure on 4th of July, yeah. they probably yeah. step it up a bit. So... How is it in your neighborhood? Okay, that's a good question. First of all, they're illegal here. But we still will get fireworks. And do we will all sit in the cul-de-sac and we all shoot off our crappy little fireworks. But there's always somebody that's got mortars and that's gone to Mexico or to places where you're allowed to be an adult. <laughs> like <laughs> Nevada, Nevada, sorry, or like Arizona. Ah! And you can get your, your uh, adult fireworks. So, um, that is funny because I am used to Disneyland fireworks, but they're far away and they don't do anything for 4th of July, but, um, our neighbors, I, we don't know who they were, but we're like, okay, we need to be friends with those people because they had Disneyland quality fireworks in their front yard and we could see them from our house. I'm like, oh my God, we need to make some new friends, but we just have shitty, they're legal in the city next to us, so we go buy them there. We all pitch in, and we get little piccolo peats and, like, whatever. Like, we can't even have snakes here. Like, which, it's not like that's, like, a big firework, but you can't really have them. They're illegal. Oh. So, it's Dudsville, but I did have 4th of July with, uh, I told you, with a police officer. And she said, I'll just look the other way. <laughs> Because she's cool. That is cool. Well, Rafi, can you have fireworks there? Uh, no, they're illegal, but a short hour and a half drive to Wyoming, and, you know, it's no man's land up there, so plenty <laughs> of people go up there and buy all kinds of shit, and I have done oh. it before. But at the same time, it's like, uh, I mean, who can be bothered, you know? What's the point? I know. It's like something my husband would be into, but it's like, eh... Like, we'll make a go, maybe go get, like, some Everclear and some fireworks. But then other than that, like, what, we're really going to drive out for fireworks? Eh. I don't even decorate for 4th of July. It's the one holiday I don't have hundreds of decorations for. But I still like it. I like barbecues. I like getting together with neighbors. And I like having my period when I go swimming. (laughs) 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 I was like, Why? That was just my own personal 4th of July. Um, are you allowed to have fireworks where you are, live? Or? Yeah, just 
recently and really? there were like there was a billboard right by my house it was like fireworks are legal now like because it used to be like you could buy them but you couldn't set them off or something and now you oh, that's can fun. i don't know it's so Do you want to display I mean, fireworks around your house but not fire <laughs> not shoot them but off. yeah it's I, I i feel bad for like everybody's dogs and cats though and like that's the thing because like my parents dog choo-choo who looks a lot like georgie like He'll run away if he hears thunder and lightning or, well, I mean, he doesn't hear lightning. If he hears thunder or if he hears fireworks, he'll try to run away and leave home. So, well, we had an issue with that this year because the people behind us are new and they have these big dogs. And uh, apparently during the fireworks, they climbed, jumped over this (gasps) wall and then they started jumping like two houses the other way and just climbing walls and it happened like three or four times where one of the neighbors didn't know who they were so he called the cops where I'm like okay let's dial it down a little but I feel like and then once the actual fireworks are going off they they were able to get out of the bathroom that they were locked into I'm like how do they even get out of the house wow but I feel like if you know you have dogs that are sensitive maybe maybe some pills yeah totally to sedate them a tiny bit because i do like the fact that we have the opportunity to celebrate i realize maybe people aren't excited about being american at this point but but i feel like there it's a reason to celebrate um the fourth of july is important and i think you need to just sedate your dogs or georgie will actually he tried to scratch his way out of a door but he'll sit on my lap and watch fireworks. Oh, okay. So so that's what I usually do with him. Yeah. Or he just hides under a bed for a little while and then he gets over it. But Or, the, a co- well, like a couple weeks before 4th of July, they're like shooting Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like sitting by the door like shaking. I'm like, okay, I realize it's time to come inside. But yeah, I do feel bad for the animals, but I think there's easy fixes for it that people need to maybe observe. (laughs) Yeah. And last year, like we went to a friend's house and he was setting off like all these little fireworks that he had and like the kids were loving it. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, oh, I don't know if this was a JMO, but it was during JMO. It was a conversation during JMOs. They were talking about leaving behind certain things. Do you remember this? Oh, they're talking about the parking pass and... Uh, oh. We used to have to deal with that at our old house because we lived in an area where you had to have a parking pass and you were only allowed a certain amount. And when you had people come over, it was like, you couldn't even say hi. You had to run out because the parking people would be like, oh, you yeah. a ticket in like in two minutes. So you give people parking passes. And I always would tell my husband, I'm like, it's a kiss of death if we tell those people that they could just keep it. Because that would be the last time we'd ever see them for some reason. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, okay, we're close enough. We'll give you the parking pass. And then all of a sudden we wouldn't see them ever again. It's like, God damn it. And we have to try and get this parking pass back. And like Jordan was saying, you have to like deal with, it takes months to get it back. And then you can like pretty much never have anyone come over because it's a huge fucking deal. But they were talking about that as a leave behind. And I'm talking, I'm asking little Rafi, maybe did you ever leave a fur hat behind? A fur hat? (laughs) I left my sable hat behind that couch cushion. Accidentally. Stanza. Yes. Oh, this is a Seinfeld reference, Lauren. You seem like, uh, what's going on I've here? seen like every Seinfeld. Why do I not know that? When he got the stupid sable fur hat, because she's like, I'll just put it on the Peterman account. 
And then he left it at he left it on purpose at his, the girl's house. So he would have to go back. Yes. Oh. And then she lost it or whatever. It she just, probably it kept it because it was like a couple grand. No. Yeah, I think it was like. $10, what else happened in that episode? Why do I not remember that? <laughs> and then he stole her clock later. <laughs> Maybe I was like, fur is murder. I'm not watching this episode. But he got under her skin because he was like, Costanza, before he left. <gasps> <laughs> and then she was just like, for some reason, I just can't stop thinking about you. And she, he's just like, all right. Anyway, I had to relate something to Seinfeld, that even was, though we already did That once. was actually the JMO I was going to mention because of the was it? behind. <laughs> It started Have with, you ever uh, done that? the JMO was something about, like, if someone loses something in your car, but you can't oh, find yes. it, it's oh, still yeah, yeah. your fault. Yes. And I wanted to mm-hmm. talk about that briefly also, because I lost a pocket knife in my friend's car, and Ooh. I looked everywhere, and it was it was just nowhere to be found, and I still bring it up, like, like uh, yeah, you still owe me a pocket knife, but your car oh, ate it. Because you left it in their car. Didn't it you ship fell out. pocket knife? Yeah, I did. I shipped one. It. So I feel like the person that blames someone when they leave someone is kind of an asshole. You're not unless wrong. You think that per- unless you think that person stole it and is like keistering your knife and like lying to you. Mm, kind of. Oh, <laughs> Because shipping my my knife was an issue, <laughs> but I didn't blame Jason and Amanda. Oh, that's who you sent it to. Yes. Okay, luckily, because I had two other eBay things I was shipping out. Hey, and it wasn't those, but yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? All right. Anything else, or should we uh, end this shit show? <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be one of the longest episodes. I'm so sorry. Yeah, well, no, it's no, not it's your fault. Worth it. We had a lot it's of distraction. Well, there's distraction. Plus, I wanted to do like a little extra to talk to Lauren because we would have done a whole separate episode, but we'll just do a little extra. It's fine. There was a lot of distractions. We'll cut it out. It's fine. All right. Uh, don't forget to support Allison on AllisonRosen.com and support all of her sponsors because they're all amazing. I want to hear about Songbird. Jamie, I want to hear how you're... Oh, Oh. my God. I said Songbird? Fuck. Have some hard seltzers, Lisa. Um, I want to... Scentbird. I kind of want Scentbird. Yeah, I want to hear how Scentbird was. Jamie, I want to hear how you're... uh, I'm sure that's her name. Um, Yeah, support Allison. If you want to be on the show, email bfncast at gmail.com. Or if you want to read from a book and send it in for us to play... Because it's amazing and you have a great voice for it, then send it. Also, send in a voice message. <laughs> uh, follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at JMOs and BFFs. Lil Rafi, where the fuck can we find you? RMC Guitars on Twitter, but only follow me if you're into rap music podcasts or Seinfeld. Or Bodega Boys. Or, the, or if you're Bodega Hive, fucking hit me up. I need some Bodega Hive friends in Denver. Oof. That Dead sounds like hive. a rough patch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, I'm so ex- I'm so glad that you came out. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm just so happy that you did this, and I wanted to thank you. But also, where can we find you? Oh, thank you so much for having me. I never want to leave. <laughs> Please I don't. I love it here. I love it here. 
You're moving in. We have a <laughs> room. I know. Georgie wants to sleep with me tonight. Yep, that's like, true. I'll totally be right there. Um, I'm at Lauren 2 by 2 on Twitter and Instagram. And, you know, I'm chilling in Bethlehem, so... But not today. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're just not chilling in Orange, California. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you were here and I... I hope that you come on more often because I just love having you on, but it's cool to actually meet you in person and talk to you in my house. Totally. It's so much fun. (laughs) It's wild, as the kids say. Ah. Rafi, I know you're rolling your eyes. I can't see you, but I know you are. (laughs) (laughs) BFFs, I love you. Thank you. Good night.